Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Millennial Moms. We're so happy you guys are back for a second episode. Yes, always happy for return customers. So last or our first episode that we recorded was when I was about 12 and a half, 13 weeks pregnant, and I am much further along now. The reason that we have this huge gap in between episodes is because we had recorded another episode or and on the day we were recording the third episode, I just kind of got in my head a little bit and we just decided to chuck those in the trash because they were a little too science heavy and just too much talking and we were just trying to get through like a ton of information. It was a little, a little dry. dry. Yeah. And Josie told me like this is this is something they can read in a textbook. So here we are. We're back again. Um, my voice might sound slightly different than the first episode. I am in the midst of a super fun upper respiratory infection happening. Um, so just bear with me, bear with any coughs or sniffles you might hear on my end. That's that. Um, good for us. Good for you being here. And now we are going to change gears really quickly. Um, Christmas is one of me and Josie's favorite times of the year. And I just want to know maybe your top favorite Christmas movies. Tell the people what those are. We, so our family has watched the same two Christmas movies every Christmas Eve. Well, we alternate between the two, I should say, mm-hmm. like for all the Christmas Eves that we have had together as a family before we moved away. Um, and those two are Miracle on 34th Street and The Santa Claus. Um, Classics. So those are definitely favorites. And we also... Every year, close to Christmas, our family watched Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Can't can't beat it. So those are, I think, our family's like top three. I would say, mm-hmm. um, as I'm speaking for everybody in our family, but I think that we all love those. <laughs> and one that's been one of me and Tyler's favorites the last couple years is The Night Before. And that's with Which Seth Rogen and, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know the other, oh, um, Joseph Gordon, oh my gosh. Joseph, <laughs> Joseph it is Gordon, Gordon Levitt. Oh Guys, it is early for me. <laughs> I've been not, up it's for, not early for me. <laughs> yeah, Alani's with our time change. I, it's very I have no times. She's been up for a while. I've been up for just a little bit, so. Forgive me, but I think, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen, and I can't remember everybody else in the movie, but it's a it's funny. Um, it's different. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I don't think um, I've actually ever seen that. Yeah, it's, we found it, I think, a, a couple of years ago, and then we started watching it every hmm. year around Christmas, and it's just, it's one of our, like Tyler said the other day. I think that's one of my favorite Christmas movies and I agree because wow. it's it's different it's not just the same old you know I don't know it's we really like it so I'd say those are our mine and our favorites what about for you <laughs> I've only seen almost every Christmas movie out there so that is a very loaded question for me because I don't have a favorite I have a hard time picking a favorite anything um i do love the grinch with jim carrey Mm -hmm. i love that um we watched that the other day i oh my gosh i feel like there's so many and i'm just completely blanking all of a sudden one of the newer ones that i really like is klaus and that's on netflix it's just so so cute it's so cute and it's like heartwarming and it's funny um it's animated and cry 
Yeah. It, it's Allie's just psych like, ride. Oh, I'm, I'm certain I did too. I, I like, that's such a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really like the Polar Express too. Yeah. That was just, cute. And, and that might be because in orchestra, I was in orchestra in high school and middle school and some of elementary school. It's been, a, it was a while. Um, but we did like in the, you, do you remember those? You went to them, like the symphony concerts where mm-hmm. we paired with the band and did like a holiday concert. It, we did My it every, is terrible, we, but probably, I we mean, we went to all every concerts. year, <laughs> but it's fine. I'm but sure yeah, you were at yeah. all of them. And one year we did the music from the Polar Express and it's just like, I like classical music. That's not everybody's cup of tea, but um, it was, it's just like fun to play something and then you hear it in a movie. So yeah, anyway, yeah. I could go on and on and on about the Christmas stuff. Something that I did want to interject about the Christmas movies we watch as a family is we watch the miracle on 34th street from the nineties. The yeah, one, not the original. With, yeah. The one with the girl that played Matilda. That's the one that, that we love. I think, I don't know that I don't I've know. actually watched the old I one. Don't, I don't think I have either, which makes me maybe feel like a little bit of a fraud, but. Uh, that one, the one that we like though, it's a really good one. I'm sure the other one's good too, but yeah, it's just more yeah, current sure with great. how we were like probably close. It was like our childhood. We yeah. 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 Okay. The movies. Well, that, that was fun. I could talk so about good. Christmas movies literally for an entire episode, but um, we'll, we'll move on to the, the content that people want to hear. Yes. What the podcast is about. Yeah, I guess. So, okay. We have, we talked about how Lonnie is, it's been a gap. Last time you heard from us, she was uh, 12 and a half weeks and now she is a lot further along. So (laughs) where are you now, Lonnie? How, how many weeks are you? Great question, Josie. Um, I am 19, almost 20 weeks pregnant. So surprise i'm nearly halfway through the pregnancy that's crazy but you didn't see that's that one crazy. coming i know it's a it big is really jump huge jump <laughs> it's it's weird to think about though like i mean obviously you never know when the baby is arriving so in the 40 week gestational ideal gestational period it's so weird to think that i'm days away from being halfway through sometimes i forget that's, that i'm pregnant that's kind okay, of okay just to maybe clarify, nice in like, a way. i don't like forget and like go to a bar like sometimes i'm just sitting around i'm like oh yeah you feel normal i feel yeah i feel normal because it it feels like it's dragged on not that sounds that makes me sound so ungrateful It's just been so long because I'm like maybe just now starting to see kind of like a little bit of a bump and it just like, or the past couple weeks have started to notice like a little bump. So it's like now it's getting more real where before it was just like, I just feel like I'm sick. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. You're like physically being able to see it now. So it's probably making it more real to your mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That something is actually growing in your stomach. <laughs> something is actually happening. It's actually growing in my uterus. Or, yeah. Okay. Excuse the the not correct terminology. <laughs> um, I'm just so teasing you. We haven't talked about like you finding out that you're pregnant, how that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we've got a lot to catch so, up on. Yeah. So we're kind of going back to that. So the very mm-hmm. beginning. So, like, tell us how how you found out what you were feeling, kind of the situation around that. Okay. So, kind of a unique time that was happening when I found out. So, I um, was in the midst of a two or three three week, I think it was three week onboarding for a new job. Um, and it was five days a week for like a, you know, an eight hour, like a 
eight to five, nine to five day in London. So I'm commuting from Cambridge and it, I, so I'm like gone out of the house for like 12 to 13 hours at a time. And then I'm being going through this onboarding with like a hundred people. So the most fun part of any job, right? <laughs> onboarding is plus long days and commutes. It, you know, the onboarding actually wasn't that bad. It was really like entertaining onboarding. Um, but that's beside the point. The um, it's just the thought, and maybe this is just for like you and I, because I know we're very similar, but the thought of like having to meaningful meaningfully interact with like a hundred people and like Hmm. have your like overwhelming game face on not your game face but just like be really on um Mm -hmm. and having to like take in a bunch of information is just super overwhelming so that gives you a sense of kind of what my day-to-day was like for three weeks it was a lot so it, it didn't occur to me that pregnancy was even an option because all of my symptoms uh, had could be completely explained by everything that I was doing. So if what I were was, those symptoms, so um, I was tired. I was so tired. Mm. That was probably. I think if I wasn't if I wasn't going through this onboarding period like I was and it being so intensive and I was like traveling to different places and just the days were super long, um, I probably would have tuned into it a little earlier, but I was so tired. Easily explained away because I get drained when I'm in like I I have fun still, but I just afterwards like I need to recharge my battery after social situations with like 15 people. And here I am in a hundred people and I'm traveling two hours in and two hours out more with the occasional train strikes that we have. Those were fun. Um, So that was completely explained away. Um, Yeah. That'd be exhausting for for like anybody, whether you're pregnant or not, that just makes me feel exhausted listening to you talk about it. I I know. <laughs> like, and, thank you. And like, I was getting, I was breaking out a little bit. And for me, I didn't even think about that because, um, well, one, I didn't really know that was a possible symptom of pregnancy. I'll jump back more into that later. But like, I was breaking out and I was like, oh, it's because I'm stressed. Like, maybe I'm not getting enough water. I'm mm-hmm. having to like eat lunch out every day. And it, um, I mean, nothing unhealthy or anything, but just a sandwich, some chips, um, and a drink um, from, like, a little grocery store type thing. I'm like, oh, maybe, like, the chips and, the like, the stress and the tiredness, like, it's just coming out in my body in acne because it does that. Um, yeah. And, like, there was a couple times where I felt, like, not like, oh, I'm going to throw up, but just like, I kind of felt a little uncomfortable, like a tiny bit of nausea where I was like, oh, like I'm a little stressed or I'm probably dehydrated or this train just has so many people on it. It's really stuffy. So every, like literally everything could be explained away. And the thing that, excuse me. Oh, the thing that, uh, kind of, made me Google something was I was getting like period cramps. Like I was about to start my period. It's the same Mm -hmm. feeling, not, not anything really intense, just like those little ones that, well, at least for me, they like start little and it's like, Hey, you're about to get your period. Here I come. And then they get really bad afterwards, but it was just like those little ones for an entire week which was also explained mm-hmm. away because if I am like stressed or have a lot going on or I mean, my body is just sometimes like, you know what? She's stressed. So let's just stress her out even more and either have it come early or have it come late. Um, but I was getting the cramps. So I was like, it's coming, it's coming. And then a week later I was like, this is ridiculous. So I Google like 
why have my period cramps been lasting for a week? And it was like, well, you either have tumors or you're pregnant. And I was like, I was like, it's the tumors. I have the tumors. We go to worst case scenario. That's where (laughs) literally every time. So I was like, well, down the dark hole every time. So I was like, okay, well, this can obviously be remedied by a pregnancy test. So I took it and it was, it was positive. So I was like, oh, wait. So did you, did you take it by yourself or with Tim? It was like, I can't remember if I Googled that when I went to bed or if I woke up in the morning, but, um, I mean, I guess I took, he wasn't watching me. Like I went, well, I mean, were you saying like, Hey, I think I might be pregnant. I'm going to take a pregnancy test or um, are you like surprise? surprise I never told you I was feeling these things. I think I told him, I was like, well, it's either tumors or I'm pregnant. I go, I'm going to go take, let's, let's hope I'm pregnant then. Cause well, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. That's if you heard those coughs. That's just sometimes I just breathe out, and the coughs are there with this thing uh, hanging around. Um, so I just like popped in the bathroom real quick and peed on the little stick, and I felt like it turned like right away. But I was like, you know what? Like I'm just really? gonna I'm just gonna put it down and just I'm not gonna look at it. I'm gonna come back after my like two or three minutes, whatever it was, I came back and it was positive. And it was kind of a little bit of disbelief because we'd been trying for a while. Um, so it was just kind of like, oh, I just wasn't expecting it because I've been so busy. So it was, I like came back into the room and was just like, uh, I think I'm pregnant. <sighs> And Tim was just like, I i mean, I don't remember. He's very calm, cool, and collected in all life scenarios. Um, so he, I don't remember what he said, but he was like happy and just kind of like, oh, like, that's so great. But we were both really hesitant about it just because we wanted like a doctor confirmation. Right. And it wasn't because sometimes like there's false positives. Yeah. And I just, I was, I was really excited and he was really excited, but we didn't want to get our hopes up too quickly. So I ended up going at some point to the doctor for a P test and they were like, you're pregnant, like come in at this point for your, like the ultrasound essentially to confirm that there is a baby in there. Yeah. A baby. So it was just like. I was super excited, but it was like from there up to this appointment, I was like holding my breath. Yeah. So that's understandable. Not knowing, I mean, knowing that it's coming out as positive, but not mm-hmm. getting the, again, physical confirmation of somebody looking internally right. and saying, I see the, the start of a baby. I know. And that's, um, before I like go back into like the symptomy stuff, cause I have a lot to say about that. Um, but <laughs> oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm getting so excited. My body is just like forcing me to cough. Um, when I went in for that first like ultrasound thing, it was, oh, it was so agonizing because well okay well two things I had always seen the ultrasounds on like your abdomen area I knew that they had I think it's called I'm gonna come off real stupid if I can't if I don't get this right but I think it's like a I don't know why transvaginal is popping in my head, but it's maybe like a transvaginal ultrasound. That could be wrong. Mm-hmm. If it's wrong, everybody is like screaming at me like, you're I don't such think a most idiot. people know that unless they've been pregnant and have well, I, had a I, ton of. I have been, well, have, am 
pregnant and I, I don't even know if that's right. But anyway, so that's one that's like a little wand and you have your mm-hmm. legs up in the stirrups, like at your gynecologist um, appointment. Yeah. And it doesn't like, it's not as uncomfortable as like a pap or anything. Um, but like they will insert it up the there. wand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like move around and it, it, it didn't hurt, but it was kind of like, oh, like uncomfortable. Hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh, and she's like moving it around. And I'm just like, oh, you find anything yet? <sighs> like, oh. and it was kind of taking a while. So I'm like, well, had two false positives. And then like, finally she was like, oh, there it is. Oh, sigh of relief. Sigh of relief. And like, it was, I think, oh my gosh, this is another thing. My memory is not great. Um, I think we also actually heard the heartbeat like while she was like up there and it was like really cool and weird to like hear it but it was so uncomfortable that I feel like I couldn't like have that moment of like, Oh, this is so beautiful. Like the first time I'm hearing my baby's heartbeat, it was just like, I was like, Oh, that, that is neat. That is, that is neat. Like, ha ha. Okay. (laughs) Um, can you be done? So I don't have to feel this. Yeah. So I feel like I couldn't like fully, fully like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still did. Don't get me wrong. Um, and Tim luckily was able to be there. Um, I know sometimes on bases, the like husbands aren't always allowed to be there for mm. that. I don't, I don't know. Don't even get me started on that. But um, he was able to be there. He um, got like a little emotional, which was really nice. And I was like, I'm so oh. happy for you. I just wish I had that, but I'm so uncomfortable. So, um, so yeah, that was after that. I feel like it was like, whew. then you were able to en- enjoy more mm-hmm. and not yeah. be as, as stressed. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, feel like that's mm-hmm. normal to be just hesitant until you get confirmation and probably multiple confirmations, you know, mm, that, mm-hmm. that things are good, looking good and all that kind and of that, stuff. That's a good point too, because I, I need the multiple confirmations. Like I had that around nine weeks and then my next appointment I had was like five weeks later. That's a long time to wait. I know. And so it was like, I like, this isn't meant to be funny. Like I didn't know if something had happened in between like the nine and like the 14 or 15 or whatever it was weeks when I went back, like I didn't know if everything was still good in there. So it was like super Mm -hmm. anxious, like hear the like heartbeat, like again. And I did. And so it's like, but you don't get those like every week or anything. So it's, there's periods between Right yeah. And, and I haven't grown a ton either. So I don't have the visual, you know, not confirmation, but visual confirmation that like, at least something's happening because I'm getting bigger every week. Mm-hmm. So that was anxiety inducing for Makes me sense. for like several weeks. And what was... Tim, was he just anxious about it too or more just like cool? Like, oh, he was cool as a cucumber as usual. He's just like, everything's, everything's fine. Like you would know if something was wrong, like super supportive and wonderful. So he, he grounds me when I catastrophize. Start flying off. (laughs) Yeah. When I start flying off the rails, he like reels me back in and is like, we're good. We're good. The balance is is needed for both oh of us. Gosh. Yeah. Well, so, that's, yeah, that's. That was that. Lots, I feel like, happening. Um, mm-hmm. So tell, like, you were talking about your symptoms that you said. I'll go back to. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. 
what were you like what were you feeling like during I guess this whole period mm-hmm. basically from when you were pregnant to now so like let's cover like 20 or 19 weeks of <laughs> symptoms um no I mean it the tiredness was still like insane especially in the first trimester which is like up to the 12 week mark is the first trimester like when I'm talking telling you I was tired like if I did you know nothing I didn't really have anything going on for a couple days I would get like nine hours of sleep at night and then I would take a three-hour nap in the middle of the day and then go back to sleep early at night and get another nine hours and I could I could have done Mm. that like every single day like a three or a four hour nap on top of a consistent like nine hours sleep like that is not normal that's a lot of sleep I mean I'm sure it's really good for your body if you're able to right might as well yeah luckily at this at that period of time I had a small like week or so break from work and that's when I was doing all the napping. Um, but it's like insane tiredness. Um, my nausea, I'm very lucky to not have had bad nausea. I know I have some friends that have had some really bad nausea um, throughout their entire pregnancy. Um, I did have some, it was kind of worse the worst around eight to 10 weeks, but kind of like stuck around like a little bit, just like here and there the weeks after, um, forgetfulness. Oh, sorry. sorry. With the, with the nausea, was there anything that like, I know a lot of women can't eat certain foods or can only eat like bland, Mm -hmm. like carby things. Was there, food that with the nausea that you like couldn't do just because it sounded bad or I were they eating a lot of I don't think anything like on either of those extremes like I wouldn't eat this or I would only eat that but sometimes I would just like not necessarily be super hungry Mm, so much have much of an appetite yeah because I would eat and then I mean I don't know like sometimes you feel like you need to eat and then just like, oh, I'm full. Like, I don't want to eat, but you know, you need to. Mm-hmm. You're like forcing yourself to eat, even though you don't feel like it. Yeah. Forgetfulness was another thing that was becoming really apparent too. I'm, I'm already a little forgetful because of previous concussions, <laughs> but this was like, stupid stuff I've never done before so I took like like I I took a baking sheet out of the oven and I set it down to like toss the potatoes around a little and then I went to pick it up with my bare hands to put in the oven oh when it once it was already in the oven you pulled it out no, so I took it I took it out of the oven with an oven mitt on. Right. So it was in the oven already. So it was a hot yeah, pan. It was, yes, it was a hot okay. pan. I, I set it down, tossed this stuff around, and grabbed it with my bare hands to oh, put gosh. back in the oven. Luckily, the pans that we have, I mean, they cool off really quickly. So it was just like warm, but it just kind of like scared me. Oh, that is that's scary. Oh, and could have been like, worse. I know. I was like, well. Yeah, exactly. It could have been worse. Another just stupid thing that I did was we uh, um, were going to go pick up our groceries and I was so hungry and I told him, I need, let me just boil these eggs and peel them and I can like eat them on the way to get the groceries. It'll just be like less than 20 minutes. I did the water and stuff and I set the timer And I set it for however long. And then I come back 15, 20 minutes later to get the eggs out. I did not put the eggs in. Oh, so you thought they were cooking the whole time and it was boiling water? I was boiling water. And then it was at that point, like, we had to leave. 
Oh my gosh. What? Like, I want my eggs. My gosh, it was so dumb. Tim was just like, are you kidding me? Because we were the only thing we were waiting on was my eggs. And we could have gone there and come back in the, <sighs> in time, the time that it so oh my gosh, I felt so stupid. So it was just like it's little things like that. Sometimes Tim would tell me something and then like it would come up again. I'd be like, you never told me that. And he was like, I literally just told you this like last night. And he's not the oh, kind no. of person that's like dramatic about it. Like I told you 5,000 times. Like if he says he told me something, like he told me something. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, I forgot. I'm so Oh sorry. gosh. So it's just stupid stuff like that. And then my sense of smell was really heightened too, to the point where somebody could get on a train, sit behind me, not talk to anybody. And I could smell on their breath that they had smoked a cigarette at some point before getting on the train. Mm, that's not a smell that you want to No. So it was like scent smelling that you smell. a lot. I was smelling a lot of smells. <laughs> oh, sorry for all the coughs. So that was insane. But, oh, and congestion. I was really congested too. And that's Weird. something that is, like, just a thing for pregnant women because, like, I guess, like, your stuff in your face or whatever kind of swells a little bit. So huh, I didn't that's know that. why pregnant women sometimes snore just because everything is just a little more, like, inflamed. Hmm. Which I was like, Sorry. huh, that's fine. But I've never heard that. I know. Well, Two things I never really heard of that are, like, the biggest kickers of this whole symptom thing. Well, one is the acne. Because all you ever hear when pregnant women get brought up is, you're glowing. Your skin Mm -hmm. looks amazing. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, you're so dewy and fresh. I'm over here. Looking like I did when I was 13 with severe acne. Like, oh no, I, not again. I am we I both going had it. puberty again. <laughs> yeah, we both and had intense acne for many oh years. Oh, so it's like gosh. you don't want that to come back. No, and see it, was, it again. And if you've ever had acne before, first of all, if you haven't. Count your lucky stars because having bad acne, I'm not talking about like a little pimple every now and then. I'm talking bad proactive commercial acne. Yeah. Like if you've not had that, don't even try to pretend like you know. But <laughs> if you if you have had acne before, you know that there are different like types of acne. And the worst kind is like the cystic hormonal acne because you cannot pop those fuckers you can't do anything to make them go away no you literally you cannot you can there's nothing you can do about it which sucks which is the worst and you just and so i'm sitting here it's like all along kind of like below my cheek so like my jawline kind of just breaking out in like these huge red non-poppable acne Mm. clusters that stick around for weeks at a time where's my glowing skin maybe it'll come later well i will say now that we're hovering around 19 20 weeks it is finally starting to go away yay i still have a little bit but it's not nearly as bad at the start i'm like we need to stop telling everybody that they're going to have glowing beautiful skin when they're pregnant because that is a lie yeah maybe some maybe some women do but we shouldn't make it sound like every woman is going to have amazing skin through all of pregnancy some women do and good for you i'm happy and jealous for you like happy for you jealous of you Mm -hmm. but proud of you good for you that wasn't the case for me so i'm glad that it's finally starting to go away oh the next thing was a huge surprise to me i didn't have 
a clue about it. Nobody has ever mentioned this ever before to me about pregnancy. It is the gas. The gas is out of control. Okay. And it's it's burping and it's farting. All the time. Literally all the time. <sighs> it has gotten okay, I will say at this point it's gotten less, but the first trimester, oh my gosh. Usually you for okay, for burping, I usually only burp if I'm drinking something other than water. I don't burp that much. Like carbonated beverages. Oh, if it's car if it's carbonated at all, I'm burping. Mm-hmm. Um that I I burp all the time. Like have a sip of water. Like interesting. It, and those you can like obviously like to some extent control the volume of the I and okay, moving on to the gas, I'm not a super like flatulent person. <laughs> I have never farted so much in my life. Are they loud farts or silent farts? And do they smell um, or do they not? <laughs> luckily, I need all the information. Okay, luckily when I was in I don't know how this worked out so well in public or there goes a burp. Um, When I was in public or in trains or like doing the onboarding stuff, it was, I mean, not like I'm just like chancing it, ripping it in front of a hundred people. Like, no, I'm going to be a little bit more discreet about that, but usually fairly silent and okay. did That's and good. did not and did not smell. Okay. So well, if that, it's gonna I happen, mean, that's the best way. That's the best way. And I will say that was that's probably like seventy percent of the time. Okay. That's at least it's the majority. But there were oh my gosh, there were times when Tim luckily was not home and it was a bad one. Uh, yeah, like m- luckily my like my worst ones, or if I had like a little gassy period, he wouldn't be home for it. But I'd just be like, like just <sighs> left and doing, right, left and left and right. What? Why does nobody ever mention? Have you ever heard that before? Have you ever heard that you're you get gassy when you're pregnant? I can't remember if it's because of you or because of somebody else, but I feel like it was maybe mentioned once, but not ever gone into or well, it was talked probably about how frequent. <laughs> maybe it was you. I maybe I can't remember. This is where it, the memory problems come in. It was it it was a shocking thing to realize. And I did I was thinking, obviously it's just me. I'm the only gassy pregnant woman <laughs> ever. And this is what I get for not having morning sickness. It's just constant gas. Um, But I did look it up. I like sitting there Googling on the phone, you know, why are pregnant women so gassy? (laughs) And it's because, if I'm remembering this correctly, your body creates more progesterone when you're pregnant, which loosens kind of everything up. Hmm. So, which is why you burp and you fart more when you're pregnant because your body's like, all that gas that you've been holding in since you were 10 years old. It's it's here now. now. Yeah. And, and I didn't know about that. And I actually was just the other day texting one of my friends who had recently had a baby and she was like, the only way or the only reason I knew to kind of expect that was, I guess, some character on Sex in the City 
said something about it. So hi, Miranda. I just finished oh. Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, never watched it and just started it as an adult. So. I think <clears throat> I think it actually was. I've never watched Sex in the City. Yes, get all your gasps out, whatever. Um, I'm 32 and I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll put it on my list. Um, but yeah, I've never seen it before, so I didn't know. I'm just like, would have been nice to know. Maybe that's where I heard it, thinking about it now. Maybe it is, but Maybe I know it was definitely... Yeah, it was either from me or from Sex in the City. So <laughs> if you're, if you ha- haven't been pregnant yet, or you're going through pregnancy, and you're gassy, or no, I'm sorry, if you have had a baby, or you are pregnant, and you're you are or were gassy, you are not alone. If you are hoping to be pregnant one day, expect the gas because it's coming for you. Lovely. And that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Wow. Lots of symptoms there. So much going on in the body. So I mean, much. growing a baby and all these things, other things that pop up that it sounds like. It's a process. It's, it definitely is. So with as far as things you told mentioned and just other conversations to me that you're like reading some books that you found helpful mm. and we talked about some apps that I like to follow. I don't have an app, but I like to look up like where you're at and what the symptoms are and everything. So mm-hmm. like what is there anything that you'd recommend for people or that you like that you're reading? Yes. Yes. So uh I <clears throat> I, I started reading books oh, long before I ever got an app. So the two books that I've been reading kind of for a while are um, Expecting Better by Emily Oster. And I started reading that actually before I got pregnant because it has some really interesting data on conception and stuff like that. Um, that's something that, <clears throat> excuse me, we were originally going to cover in this episode, but it got a little thick and heavy with the science. Um, so maybe we'll come back to that, just touch on a few key points later, but that's really helpful. It's been helpful as far as um, foods. It's kind of like almost a myth busting or myth confirming kind of a book. She takes mm data from actual studies that were done correctly with good sample sizes and all of that. um, And basically puts all of that science into layman's terms. So sounds helpful. Yeah. Super helpful. It took out a lot of the anxiety of some things. I haven't read it in a while because I've just been so busy, but I'm enjoying that one. Um, Another one is called the Day-by-Day Pregnancy Book. Um, I'll need to look at the author. And we'll also post these things on our Instagram as well. So you can actually, like, look at it, remember, check them out if you're interested. But that one just, it's a little more textbooky, but it literally goes through day-by-day what is happening to your body, inside your body, with your baby. So it's interesting. But the the thing about that book that kind of freaks me out a little bit is it has these very real, very scientific, like, pictures or renderings of what, like, a little fetus looks like at certain weeks. And if I looked at those for too long it would make me nauseous yeah i can confirm she showed me a picture over a video one day and i was like yep that that looks very odd like it and just kind of weird and creepy but yeah kind of alien how they look yeah yeah it wasn't it it like literally i would have to like i think i was showing you one once and i had to stop the conversation because I felt like I was going to throw up looking 
at these pictures and I'm not trying to be dramatic. It just like, I don't have a super weak stomach either, but it just weirded me out. It was just weird. So just heads up. <laughs> so just a heads up. Um, but it does have a lot of like good information in it. So that's a good one to have as well. Um, and then the apps, I didn't download an app, I think until maybe like 16 or 17 weeks. Hmm. Probably because you got so much other information from the books. Yeah. And I've just been too busy. Yeah. So I just didn't have, honestly, the only reason that I downloaded, excuse me, that I downloaded apps for so, because, so I could know how, like how big it was. Yeah. So, and it's size. Yeah. And that I will say that that's really fun to like see the sizes and you can do different little like categories like the most popular one is fruit I think that's just because it's so universal for everyone but there's also other fun little categories like animals or Hmm. um like 80s and 90s nostalgia items or pop culture so but I will say the thing about those apps and how it compares like size and stuff is some apps will be will say your baby's the size of an apple and another one says your baby's the size of a pomegranate and then it'll like the two apps will almost like switch and so the next week it'll be like yours is the size of size of a pomegranate pomegranate yours is the size of an apple and I'm like okay well it's I don't think about, any apple is bigger than a pomegranate. That makes no sense. Um, if you go to Harris Teeter and I mean they have the giant produce, but that's still not that's still not no, bigger I, than well, a okay. pomegranate. That that was a bad example. Maybe like an orange and a pomegranate. And it's just kind of like or an apple okay. and an orange. Oh whatever. Whatever potato, the fruit is. potato. Um so yeah, so it's it's not like super exact but it also tells you like in inches and ounces so that's a little more more precise precise yeah exactly but the two apps that i've been using they're both free are what to expect and pregnancy plus i'll also like take a little screenshot of both of those icons too so you can look at it and even i will say we were just talking about this earlier if your friend or your sister or your partner or whoever is having a baby you can you can download those apps too and so you can like keep up you know with yourself or it is fun as somebody who's not pregnant to know what the pregnant person is going through like just to read some of the symptoms and to see like how the baby is developing it's just especially if you're not able to always talk with them or be close it just helps you kind of feel closer to know what's going on with them. So it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've been, Josie has asked me several weeks in a row. Can you please tell me like what week you're at or. It's hard to keep track what? guys. I keep thinking yeah. she's at the same <laughs> like number of weeks for multiple weeks in a row. Cause I can't remember. So well, I need you to tell me. I know, but the thing is, is that you can't remember to ask, but I can't remember to tell you. So we're just stuck in this loop of like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And then here we are literally about to start 20 weeks and I still haven't done it. And I think you've been asking me that since probably like 13 or 14 weeks. Yeah. So um, sister of the year award over here. Definitely. Um yeah, so yeah, we'll definitely get those up on our Instagram so you can Which take a look is at podcast. Millennial has two L's and two N's because I don't know how to spell it and I figured it out from that being the name of our podcast. So I know, honestly, same. When we were doing our like mock-ups of some stuff, I genuinely spelled millennial wrong like so many times. Yeah, it's because not a you don't think word. you don't think there's two L's and two N's. You think there's like yeah. one of one or one of the other. Yeah. Anyway, word. So follow us on Instagram, guys <laughs> and gals yes. and everyone and everybody. Um. So 
As far as things that I have coming up, like pregnancy things, um, I have an anatomy. I cannot talk. I don't know how to speak. I have an anatomy scan on Monday. And And when we're recording this, this is Thursday. So. In a few days here. Mm Mm-hmm. That'll be exciting to hear about that because I know there's a lot that's tied into that scan. Yeah, I'm actually quite nervous about it. Not like, I guess, anxious. Like, excited. Okay, I'm excited because I'll get to see more of like a human form instead of just Mm -hmm. the little blob from our last ultrasound. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see like kind of the shape of an actual baby. But I it's also I just I feel like I'm again gonna be just holding my breath until after this um appointment because like that's also an appointment where you can just find out some things that aren't going well or points of concern or you know, this, that, and the other. There's so many ways it could go positive or, or negative. So um, I'll just be, I'm excited to do it, but I'm also anxious. Oh, so I'll kind of be like glad once it's over. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to like wish it away, you know, too quickly. So, right. Yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling about about that. I'll you know, hopefully feel relieved after the appointment, but it's just a waiting yeah. game and there's really no way to predict what's going on. So, we'll see. Well, we'll update everybody on on the scan and everything as, you know, after Alani goes through it. So that'll be that'll be soon, then we'll discuss all that. But we're we've gone over a lot today as far as symptoms, everything that happens mm-hmm. from basically finding out until at least with Alani until almost twenty weeks. So Yeah, it might be a- kind of catching up a little bit since last episode. Yeah, this one's probably going to be a little bit longer just because there's so much to catch up on. But thanks for sticking around with us. Yeah, we're we're so happy that you guys are here for the second episode. Hope that you'll join us for the next one. Um, we hope that you all are enjoying this holiday season and um, we wish you happy holidays and everything good. Um, this is a fun time of year. so. We hope that you guys are enjoying it and we can't wait to see you next week.